What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Survive in Advance podcast. NFL Week 15 is officially upon us, and there's kind of that feeling in the air, guys. Uh, I could feel it in my bones. Every single game means a ton from here on out, and Week 15 is going to be a week that we go and look back on to see why are teams in this position? Why are they competing for the Super Bowl? Why are they competing for the AFC Championship, NFC Championship, etc.? Um, a lot of teams need to prove themselves in my eyes, just as a football fan and others are still fighting for playoff chances. I mean, this playoff race is about as close as I've ever seen it. And there's some really bad teams in the race that have no belonging in there. And there's some teams that are really good who are kind of on the outside looking in that I think deserve to be in based on the talent of their team. Let's start off. I mean, the headline picture pick straight up. Um, we're going to be going through what I think are the best games. I'm doing a lot of games this week. Normally I just do four, get my spread picks. I think it's more fun. Like I said, with all the implications that lie in these next few coming weeks, I'm just going to talk about all these games. I'm going to say my winners, my losers. If I like a total, if I like a spread, I'll give that out to you guys have some stats to throw in. And at the end, we're going to check out the playoff pictures and who I think is going to kind of emerge in uh, the AFC and the NFC. Let's start with this absolute dandy of a football game. We got the Patriots versus the Colts. This is going to be a crazy one, guys. The whole the Colts are actually hosting the Patriots. Um, the thing is, I see this coming down to, I mean, we can look at Mac Jones. We can look at Jonathan Taylor, who's probably my MVP right now, or top three, of course. I think it comes down to the quarterbacks. I mean, the over-under for this game set at 45. I think this game is a complete shootout. I love shootouts in Indy, perfect conditions, inside, nice place, and boy, is that place going to be rocking. This game, two-and-a-half-point spread. I think the Colts should be favored, which they are. Perfect number. We talked about it last week. The plus two-and-a-half is kind of turning into a system play as for this podcast. Even though it's a system play, I don't really like it here because 70% of the handle and 71% of the bets on this game are leaning on the Patriots right now. This is such a good game, divisional game, excuse me, not divisional game, AFC. I mean, th this could, this is kind of the Colts season right here. I mean, they're still probably going to make the playoffs even if they lose this game. But if the Colts can pull off this win, you're going to see a team whose odds to win the Super Bowl might go through the roof. I mean, they're probably pretty good right now. I bet they shrink. Uh, probably below plus 800, plus, plus 650 if they could pull off this win gets the Patriots. I mean, they're favored, but whoever wins this game, it's going to feel like they stole one considering how good of a matchup it is. Like I said, I like the over 45 if you want to pick. I'm not going to fade the Patriots even though I want to. I've been getting killed too much fading Bill Belichick. I faded Aaron Rodgers and I faded Tom Brady all last. Uh, I've done that all in the last two weeks and it has not worked out well. Um. Another little AFC matchup here. The Raiders coming from the AFC West uh, going to Cleveland 430 game. This is this has a lot on the line. Raiders are favored by one. And it's because Baker Mayfield's out. Mayfield tested positive for COVID. We can uh, take a second right now. I mean, the NFL COVID outbreak is very alarming. The COVID, the COVID outbreaks kind of been happening in the uh, United States right now. But especially in the NFL, we saw the Rams have a few guys go down. OBJ the day after his big performance on Monday night football goes down with COVID. Uh, it's not looking very good, but it's not definitely not looking good for the Browns. I mean, they are at seven and six right now. This game means a ton. Uh, Case Keenum's the starter. And as much as the Raiders kind of the obvious pick, like I said, 72% of the handle is on the Raiders. So that means the money, but 62% of the 
bets are on the Browns. So this is where we can kind of get in this sharp action type of thing when you look at the lines of this game. So what that means to the average people who don't understand this. Handle is the amount of money. Percentage of the bets is just like 62% of people who bet on this game are on the Browns side. I just think Case Keenum as the starter, I like the Browns. These are not official picks, guys. This will be on TikTok because it's Thursday. And this is just me looking at these games, being an NFL fan, given what I think about it. The thing is, the sharp action's definitely on the Raiders. I don't know if the Raiders can bounce back after that horrendous performance last week. They're still playing with an interim head coach with Gruden uh, getting fired. I just don't know if they're ready for this game. Over under 38 and a half points this is going to be an absolute dogfight in the dog pound. Cleveland seems like too good of an AFC North division. And what's going to happen in this division for them to lose this game? Right now, I'm leaning Browns over under 38 and a half. That, that might not be one that's too fun to watch until the fourth quarter. A lot of bad offenses. Uh, not bad offenses, but just no, no Baker Mayfield. Case Keenum's actually a pretty good backup. And Derek Carr hasn't looked too well. He throws for a lot of yards, but they can never really punch it in the end zone. This is an insane game. Bengals go to Denver. I mean, another 4 o'clock game. AFC North versus AFC West right here. And this has a lot on the line, boys. Two, seven, and six teams fighting for playoff chances. The Broncos right now actually have a better percent chance to make the playoffs than the Bengals, if I'm not mistaken. But take a look at the line of this game. Bengals, Broncos. Bengals coming in as two-and-a-half-point underdogs. They're getting 65% of the total handle right now. But the Broncos have but the Bengals are also getting 70% of the total bets. Two and a half straight where this game should be. I love the Bengals here, guys. I've been a Bengals fan my whole life. I just think this is the game. They keep themselves in it. The Bengals have never been a team to get the big win. They, we know the Bengals' history. Everyone who knows football knows the wild card game versus Steelers. They always get the worst of luck. They always blow the games. But they always find a way to put themselves in those big games. And this is a big game that they're going to win. I think the Bengals plus two and a half. They win this game. I honestly might turn that into an official pick right now. I'm a Bengals fan, so don't get me wrong. I think they win this game because the rushing attack is going to open up guys like Jamar. Jamar chased two huge touchdowns last week in the loss versus the 49ers. Joe Burrow needs to have a better first quarter. The defense needs to play better first quarter. And the special teams is the only reason the Bengals lost to the Niners last week. They have all the pieces to be a, I don't want to say Super Bowl team. They have all the pieces to be AFC title contenders. I seriously do think that I'm not just being biased right now, but if the Bengals can get it going, I think they need this win to get to eight and six. And if they do uh, look out for the Cincinnati Bengals, cause they can make a big run to get in the playoffs. And once they're in, they're definitely not a team that you would want to play. If you're a higher seed, here's the total opposite of the game. We talked about two, seven and six teams with the Bengals and the Broncos. Now we have two, six and seven teams, the football team coming off a loss versus the Cowboys and the Eagles coming off their bye week. Um, Philly, they lost to the Giants two weeks ago, but I'm not going to count Philly out. Philly is seven-point favorites right now in this game. I mean, I think that's crazy, and they're getting 86% of the handle, but 70% of the bets, which is kind of the obvious square pick, is on the football team. I hate to be a square. I'll never let myself be a square, but here, since they're not official picks, seven is way too much for this Eagles team. Jalen Hurts is going to turn the ball over in this game. The Washington football team defense is looking better. They had a rough first half versus the Cowboys. They had a pick six to put them back in the game versus the Cowboys in the fourth quarter. I think they stay in this game. I think the Eagles do end up winning this game. But just as of the looks of this, I know Heineke's beat up. It's way too many points for the football team to get. 
Philly's a tough place to play, but it's two six and seven teams, divisional teams. Give me the under 44 uh, divisional games later on in the year. The under hits at a super high clip, but this could be an absolute dogfight. Seven points is way too much from the looks at it. The Sharps are all over the Eagles, and I might be all over the Eagles by the time come Sunday morning when I post the official plays, but it, it seems like too much to me. Just being a kind of square public guy right now, NFL fan, like everyone else, way too many points. Really good game here. Steelers 6-6-1 six, six, and one hosting the Titans. Um, Titans coming off a weird win last week. Go to uh, beat the Jags 20 to nothing. I mean, shutting out the Jags isn't that impressive, but if you can get a shutout in the National Football League, that's something to be uh, happy about. So 1 p.m. game. I think this could be one of those best games of the week. Like, it, it's a pretty good matchup. It's not the best matchup we're going to see all week, but I think it could be one of those games that everyone is dialed into come 4 o'clock when we're in the fourth quarter of this one. Um, here, I'll spark a question. Drop a comment while you're listening right now. If you were to invest right now in the Steelers stock or the Titans stock, who would you invest in? Because the Titans stock started off low. If you bought the Titans stock low when they start to win those games and they upset the Chiefs and then they ended up beating the Bills or whatever, I mean, th their stock jumped. But then no Henry. They haven't looked good. Tannehill turned it over a little bit for a stretch this year. And now they're running the ball with Devonta Foreman. A.J. Brown's been beat up. They really don't have any key players. And Mike Vrabel, in my opinion, has been winning games on his own. I mean, 20-0 to zero versus the Jags. That's an absolute escape win. Um, things are going to get tricky, especially we keep talking about the AFC North. Line of this game. Um, here, let me find this real quick. Ugh. Oh, here we go. Titans favored by one and a half. They're getting 72% of the public money. This is what I'm going to say. We're going to keep it short and sweet, guys. Whoever is the home team in these even pick them one and a half, one point spread games, I'm going to go with the home team. Steelers, they played a really good second half on Thursday night last week versus the Vikings. I know they lost. I know the first half was horrendous, but the, the Titans don't have that runner that can blow up the Steelers run defense like Dalvin Cook did, like Joe Mixon has done this year. They have Devonta Foreman. He struggled fumbling the ball. He's kind of a Henry type of size guy. But he's not going to do, he's not going to beat you on the outside. He'll pick up three a carry, and the Steelers will honestly be fine with that. They still have Cam Hayward and a pretty decent defensive team. They've just been giving up way too many yards, and I think that can be prevented. Six and six game. This is a Pittsburgh game. We talked about Cincinnati always losing the big games. Pittsburgh always wins the big games. Big Ben hasn't had a losing season like his last five or seven years in the NFL. This is his last season. I don't see them losing this game. Give me the Steelers as home dogs every day of the week. Now we can go out to the NFC, a little NFC West. I'd say rivalry action. Seattle goes to LA, and this one's going to be a treat. There's a lot of implications in this game. Not for the playoffs, I'd say. I mean, the, the Seattle's sitting at like, what, 6 or 9% chance to make the playoffs. We get this matchup. We get Metcalf versus Ramsey. And to be honest, the Seahawks' top receiver has been Tyler Lockett this entire year. DK's the size guy, but he allows you to get those one-and-ones versus Jalen Ramsey. And kind of, I, I mean, Ramsey's going to take out Metcalf, but Metcalf also takes out Ramsey while doing it. While doing it. So it's kind of a win-win for both teams. Um, the Rams looked really good on Monday night. The pick ended up hitting where I took the Rams plus two-and-a-half. They've been battling COVID a lot. Seattle right now, I think it's at four-and-a-half. I'll check right now. Yeah, it is at four and a half. The Rams are getting most of the public money and a lot of the handle. Um, I really like the Seahawks at four and a half. It's too many points. The Seahawks have nothing to lose going into this game, guys. 
I mean, they're sitting at five and eight right now, single digit percent chance to make the playoffs. This NFC race is so tight and everyone's going to keep looking at these six and seven teams. And I think the Seahawks could just kind of creep their way up there and get in contention contention, because if they could beat the Rams in LA territory, you better look out for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Cause I'm never going to count the guy out. They call him danger Russ for a reason um, over under for this game at 45. It's super weird because that seems way too low to me, but this is a game that I really like the Seahawks in. I'm not going to mess around with the over under numbers too much. Money lines at plus 170. You're going to get super good value on that. All the uh, money line handle and bet percentages on the Rams. Seahawks is one of my favorites this week. Um, final game that we'll talk about Ravens v Packers. This game is actually in Baltimore. And how can you go against this guy right now? Aaron Rodgers, absolutely scorching hot. They're favored by five in um, Baltimore this week, and they're getting all the bets and well-deserved. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are covering at one of the most extreme rates I've seen in a while. I mean, they completely backdoored the Bears, and the Bears had a chance to backdoor them. The Bears got out to that huge early lead on Sunday Night Football. We talked about that in the recap video. I mean, they're only getting better, guys. They're my Super Bowl pick right now. If they're not yours, I don't know what you're looking at. The Buccaneers kind of getting escape wins over good teams. They're definitely legit. But out of the NFC, if you don't see that guy right there throwing his hands up, I'm throwing my hands up at you. I mean, they look like a complete team. And the biggest thing I keep saying the last four to five weeks, they're only going to get better. Matt LaFleur, absolute genius as a head coach. A.J. Dillon's becoming top 15 running back in the NFL Why they already have a top seven running back and Aaron Jones kind of sitting behind him. They can do it all. They can run it. They can catch it. Rogers uh, to Adams. I think the only thing that hurts them offensively is the loss of Robert Tanya in the tight end a couple of weeks ago. You need a tight end in those big playoff games, especially when it gets cold down in the year in Lambeau, but Hey, in Baltimore, uh, pack, pack, pack. I think the Packers win this one. So that's the last game that I'm going to go over via this week, but now we're going to take a look at this uh, little chart that the New York Times came out with. I think this thing is sweet. So this gives you percentage chances to make the playoffs. So every team's playoff chances, as you can see right here, so we got the make the playoffs, which that's what I'm going to look at the most and then win the division. I don't really care about the buys right now. We'll talk about that when we go into like a playoff segment of this podcast. But let's take a look. I mean, we can start here in the AFC East. The Bills is still at 65% chance. It would be weird to say the Bills don't make the playoffs but like I said, the Bills are a knockout uppercut away from just getting completely eliminated in my eyes. If the Bills find a way to lose, I mean, they're ne probably not going to lose this week. They play a team who's literally got the knockout punch last week in the Carolina Panthers. They're 11-point favorites. I think the Bills win. Josh Allen's had a foot injury, though. 65% chance. I think that's a good number. But like I, I'm going to say when we go into these games down here with these 30% chance teams, get one loss and one win. That's going to change these. I mean, that 65 could go down to 40, even 30% based on one tough loss. This is my favorite division in football, the AFC North. I think the Ravens, um, they're trending down too. I mean, the Bengals are kind of trending down and the Browns are trending up and they're kind of creeping up, which I don't like. Everyone remember these two teams right here, Bengals and Browns, they're going to play each other in Cleveland the last game of the year. And that is super, uh, I guess, exciting or something to get, um, inspired about if you're a fan of either team. I mean, both of them still have kind of a shot to win the division. We're not going to see it in these other divisions where we have 0% or less than 1% chances. 
I think the Browns probably have the best chance to win the division, but I think the Bengals have the best chance to make the playoffs, which is weird to say, because it is going to come down to that last week. It's going to come down to the games this week. I mean, the Browns have a one-point spread versus the Raiders at home. Bengals have a two-and-a-half-point spread on the road in Denver. So I think the Ravens lose this week, like we just said to the Packers. So if the Bengals win, they're atop the division because they'd be tied with the Ravens unless the Browns win. So the Browns do have the head-to-head currently versus the Bengals, and then the Bengals still have to play the Ravens another time as well. AFC South, nothing really to look at here. I think the Colts get in easily. Like I said, the Colts are my pick to beat the Patriots. We're never going to make that an official pick, but Titans have that on lock. Um, I said last week, I think the Chiefs cover every single game, and like I said, if they're going to cover every game, they're probably going to be favorites in every game. Chiefs roll that division. Chargers creeping up there. Of course, the Chargers are going to make the playoffs. That's a team you definitely don't want to see in the playoffs. They're smoking hot right now. And the Broncos at 23%. If my prediction of the Bengals winning this week is right, uh, that's kind of their knockout punch. Broncos just don't have enough talent. Their running backs are super strong. You're never going to win with a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, especially in the AFC West. You, even if they find a way to creep in the playoffs, first round exit, in my opinion. This is probably the most interesting division in the NFC, NFC East. Football team, six and seven. Eagles at six and seven. Um, they play each other this week. So whoever wins that game, I think is going to shoot up to around 50% chance. Uh, Eagles favored by seven. So I don't really know why they're 27% chance. I mean, they do have a tougher schedule left than the football team, but this is a fun one to look at right there. I also forgot to skip over. I mean, the Dolphins right here at 7%. I would just keep an eye out at them because they can win out and put themselves in the picture. But I think the Dolphins are terrible. Uh, I know I have a few Dolphins fans uh, that watch this. That's why I went back to it. NFC North, the Vikings, in my opinion, I've talked about it all year. If you've been listening to the pod, um, they deserve to be in the playoff via the talent on their team. I don't know why Mike Zimmer's uh, in contention to get fired. I mean, I know it's kind of the head coach's fault when you lose those tight games like they have all year. But at 29% chance, I really like them as a sleeper to kind of creep in the playoffs. That division has a huge fall off. I think the Vikings can play with the Packers like they have this year. Um, They literally beat them. Then the NFC South, the Saints are done. The Falcons stink. Both those teams are awful. Six and seven teams that literally have a chance to get top 10 picks in this year's draft based on the extreme fall off of how there's good teams, a ton of mediocre teams, and then a few bad teams like this division right here with the two and 11 teams. Excuse me. Then we got Cardinals coming off the loss versus the Rams. They're still probably going to win the division, 90% chance. Rams at nine and four, 97% chance to make the playoffs. That's a Super Bowl contender right there. That's a sleeper in the NFC because we keep talking about the Cardinals. We keep talking about the Buccaneers. And like I said, I've been obsessive over the Packers winning the Super Bowl, but that's a sleeper team that I think could make the NFC championship with ease and compete for the NFL championship this year. Niners, huge win last week versus the Bengals. Um, Nothing else to say. I mean, they shocked me last week. The 49ers... Um, the way Jimmy Garoppolo tore it up, I mean, a lot of it had to do with George Kittle going off for a hundred plus and a touchdown, but that's not a team I'd want to see 74% chance to make the playoff well-deserved and the Seahawks sitting at 3%. I mean, I said 6% earlier, uh, half of that 3% chance at five and eight, but if they can beat the Rams, watch that number creep up a little bit. I'm never counting out the Seahawks, uh, especially how crazy NFL has been this year, but, um, I mean, I guess that's it. As for the Surviving Advanced podcast, this was a long one, and I enjoyed it, guys. It was a lot of fun. We can kind of go back to this picture right here to wrap it up with because this is the game of the week. 
I forgot to mention this game and this game are on Saturday. So we do get Saturday football. We're kind of in the college football drought right now as um, they prepare for their bowl games and whatnot. But we're in for a great week of football. As for Luke Brenneman, as for the Surviving Advanced podcast, I cannot wait to sit down on Sunday and get dialed in on all these games and even Saturday for probably the best game of the week. So have a safe, healthy weekend. And uh, DM me, comment. Like I said, I asked a few questions in here. Let's get this chat going. And um, have a safe weekend. Thanks, guys.